Hi, my fellow cosmic beings. Welcome back to Cosmic Wisdom Podcast. I am Ashley, your host. For those of you who are new here, welcome. It's a pleasure to have you connecting with us. This is a strictly spiritual podcast where we discuss all things spiritual. So if this is of interest to you, then please stick around for this week's episode. And I hope you can take some gems away from this specific topic. So guys, we are currently in season five and this is episode six and I really wanted to talk about your energetic field and the importance of being energetically aware during this period of time and I wanted to touch on two particular astrological transits that took place recently um, that have kick-started the energy and the tone for the next seven years um, that make it like almost impossible for you not to be energetically aware of what's going on around you. So the first thing, which is the North Node and the South Node. Now, the North Node and the South Node stay in a sign, two particular signs for approximately 18 months. And we have lunar and solar eclipses in those um, signs. So in 2018 back in may we had lunar nodes in cancer opposing capricorn so this energy was kind of like we were torn between you know giving all our energy to our home life our emotions and making sure that we were family orientated opposing our desire to be more structured to be in positions of power, to make sure that we climbed the social ladder, you know, focusing on how we see ourselves publicly and how we um, channel a lot of our energy towards our careers. And then in the middle of this cycle, we had the pandemic, right? And then in May 2020, the North Node and the South Node switched signs again in the midst of the pandemic node and the south node move into gemini versus sagittarius along you know the opposite side of the axis and this would have set the attitude for the last 18 months of what we were experiencing and the things we were supposed to learn karmically during this um period of time so on a global scale we were all going through this period of time where it's like I know everything, but I know nothing at the same time. So a lot of you could have been feeling like over the last 18 months, you've been doing a lot of soul searching, literally. You've been literally trying to figure out who you are, what you desire, where you're going, what your purpose is, how to heal your inner child, how to heal any relationship wounds you have, or how to mend any relationship issues you have with people, let's say at work, or people in your immediate family, or um, current or past relationships that you have. There was a lot of focus around being intellectually connected with um, a higher purpose, um, especially because Gemini is ruled by Mercury and Gemini is very chatty, down to earth, wants to communicate, wants to connect with others, wants to learn things, wants to travel, um, not necessarily long distance travel, but short distances. So wants to spend time around people and, you know, just generally getting to know 
you know, its surroundings and the people that it wants to connect with. And then we have along the axis Sagittarius, who is about, um, you know, the bigger picture, is very philosophical, wants to, you know, know the ins and outs of everything, is very spiritual, ruled by Jupiter. It's about expansion and the expanding of one's consciousness. So with those two energies at play, over the last 18 months, you can definitely see how um, the current state of affairs and the events that have been leading up to this present moment have been reflecting the collective's need on a soul level to clear out any patterns that we have that have been, you know, hindering us from rediscovering who we are and expressing who we are at the core. So during this period of time, a lot of us would have undergone some significant changes when it comes to our values and how we relate to, um, you know, the people around us and how we relate to the things that we do on a daily basis and, you know, just undergone a significant amount of um, change when it comes to who we see ourselves as and who we see ourselves becoming. And that leads me to the next astrological um, transit that took place after the North Node and the South Nodes switched signs into Cancer and Capricorn back in 2018. We had Uranus move into the sign of Taurus. Now, if you're not astrological savvy, I'm just going to break it down in the most simple terms. Uranus is the planet associated with Aquarius. And Aquarius is the sign that is focused on the collective. It's about how we communicate using technology. So you're talking social media, the internet, um, Wi-Fi, all that jazz is ruled by the sign Aquarius. It's also focused on our sciences. So our astronomy, um, astrology, all the sciences, biology, chemistry, all that is ruled by Aquarius. And Aquarius is the innovative sign who wants to discover things that, you know, maybe no one has known or no one is presently aware of. So we had a lot of um, events taking place that were centered around, you know, things coming to the surface that we weren't aware of and we also couldn't immediately figure out. You know, when we're talking about the the COVID vaccine and COVID-19 in general, the pandemic, there was a lot of things that are still hidden um, and things that we are trying to figure out when it comes to, you know, where it came from, why it was, you know, something that created this mass amount of panic and fear and um, death in our present times, considering how advanced we are. Even the fact that it has kind of been brought to light that this pandemic was an outbreak of a virus that was to do with some sort of scientific research on novel viruses is very much Uranus in Taurus energy, you know. It's about science and it's about Earth and humans and nature and, you know, the pandemic happening during this transit is a direct result of that taking place 
even the vaccine being generated so quickly is another Uranus in Taurus outcome. Things happen happening rapidly and being widely distributed globally is, you know, an Aquarius thing. Aquarius is about our community, our social networks, our connections, how we relate to one another. And a lot of us had to build different ways of connecting with one another during the pandemic. But we also not only had to support one another through this really difficult time, but had to figure out how we relate to what is happening. Like a lot of people have chosen not to be vaccinated because they don't trust what is going on at the moment. And rightfully so, you know, it's their own body. They have the right to decide whether they want to be vaccinated or not. But then we also have that divide being created amongst humanity where it's like, if you don't get vaccinated, then you're selfish. And, you know, this is another thing that, is having an impact on the energy that we feel go globally like this consistent divide amongst humanity is something that we need to learn to walk away from like Sagittarius south node is teaching us not to be so hell-bent on our own ideas and our own values and force them onto other people as well as learning not to be so um, dominant and impose our belief systems onto others you know it's learning to be respectful of one's decisions and individuality um and i think people are definitely moving towards that but the news outlets and you know social media platforms are clearly playing into the agenda that there's a divide amongst us and that's a very significant problem there's a lot of work that's been put into understanding you know what this is really all about and whether what we're being told is accurate and true so Aquarius wants to make sure that humanity is at the forefront of whatever is being um, focused upon and as you will know for the last however many decades that hasn't been the case we've been moving towards a time where people are very much self-centered and focused on their own goals and aspirations and you know inflating their egos and not really focused on the spiritual aspect of life or even being religious there's a lot of um, energy centered around you know greed and materialism and gain and power and Aquarius is the complete opposite of that but one of the things that Aquarius does do and this is why Uranus in Taurus is very um, significant Aquarius is rebellious it goes against the status quo it doesn't like to be told what to do it likes to have freedom and it likes to move however it deems appropriate and sees fit now with Uranus a planet that is associated with the Great Awakening, which is what was predicted for this seven-year period that Uranus is in the sign of Taurus, with Uranus associated with, you know, us expanding our consciousness, being awake to our values and what's going on around us and really seeing things what they are and no longer through our rose-tinted glasses, we have to be mindful of the fact that, you know, 
this period of time is going to set the precedence for whatever life quality of life you live over the next couple of years because it depends on what you choose to indulge in Taurus is the sign that is associated with our values our pleasure our stability how we give love how we receive love what we enjoy um Taurus is also about our earth nature our resources our banking systems our finances so there's a lot of significant changes and shifts happening in regards to you know global warming and the way we look after the planet and also the way we eat you know there's a lot of changes and a rise in veganism so people are being awakened to these things that are of significance that need to be addressed you know we can no longer brush things under the carpet and turn a blind eye to the damage that we're creating in our in our environments and also to ourselves you know by consistently focusing on these things that don't really hold much substance or value um, in the spiritual world we're damaging ourselves mentally physically emotionally and we're not allowing ourselves to really enjoy the fruits of our labor and really live the life that god intended us or you know whoever you believe in intended us to live all that stuff is governed by the sign taurus so you can see how Taurus has been very slow and steady but hard-headed in trying to achieve whatever it is it desires over the last decade which is for us to become more um, consumed with materialism and things that we we like and desire and things that we feel like we need immediately you know there's been a significant rise in um like automated systems um uranus in taurus does that as well has a massive impact on you know our internet and our accessibility to things that we think we need immediately and right away um so this energy can go either way but as a collective we were expected during this seven year period to all awaken to parts of ourselves that have been suppressed hidden ignored wounded um it is all to push us towards a better way of living as well as a better way of interacting with others and respecting people's differences and standing on our own two feet and learning to be individuals but also individuals that are part of a bigger picture and are working towards the same goal now obviously with the current state affairs um is very saturnian energy okay saturn wants to control being in power it wants to maintain structure and the government is what we would say is ruled by saturn okay it is restrictive it isn't um, willing to see other people's point of views it wants to stick to what it knows and it doesn't want anything to rock the boat it wants to make sure that capitalism is the forefront of everybody's values and ideals whereas uranus is like 
fuck that shit. I'm going off to do what I want to do. Like a lot of people going off grid is very much Uranus energy. It's like, you guys are not getting the message. You guys are not trying to follow the collective soul purpose. So I'm out fuck this shit, I'm off, I'm gone, I'm going to live in the forest, I'm not taking a phone with me, I don't even want to um, listen to the news or know what's going on in the world, I'm just going to focus on my own well-being and hope that I live a very long and prosperous life and that's the energy that Aquarius can have, Aquarius can be seen as the person who is the outsider or the 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 black sheep, the person who does things outside of the norm, who thinks outside of the box and doesn't relate or fit in with whatever is the current trends. That's what Aquarius is like. So a lot of people are battling with this energy, you know, whether they decide to stick to what they know and, you know, still engage in low level situations and activities and still live in low vibrations or they're stuck between ascending, you know, working towards their soul's purpose, working on expanding their consciousness, learning to be a better person, not for just themselves, but for humanity and the people around them. Um, And this can create a lot of conflict energetically between the two worlds. Um, One of the things that I feel heavily especially as we're going to have the North Node and South Node move into the sign of Taurus alongside um, Scorpio, is that we're learning to integrate our spiritual nature in everything that we do. And that's why we're having this period of time where our values are being challenged and being shaken to the core so that we can break down anything that isn't necessarily of value to us and rebuild better, more um, efficient and um, healthier habits and values. So a lot of people during the Taurus north node and scorpio south node axis that will take place from january will be looking at where in their lives they can incorporate their entire selves like this entire period can be seen as like breaking down and breaking away of self very neptunian energy like going into your subconscious bringing out anything that has been locked away ignored repressed and bringing up to the surface for healing for understanding for clarity for acknowledgement and stowing away anything that is of value and disregarding anything that isn't so over the next 18 month period especially after we have the final um, lunar eclipse, which is on the 4th of December. After that period, we move into the new energy of the nodes. A lot of people are going to be integrating whatever they learned over the last 18 months. So people will be changing careers. If they haven't done already, they'll be changing careers to to incorporate a more spiritual aspect of themselves in whatever they do. Like someone might move home because like I said, they wanna live off grid to get more in touch with their spirituality. People might choose to um, like sell a load of their belongings because they're now releasing their attachment to materialism and um, financial gain. There's a lot of shifts being made in that regard about 
how we identify with the things around us and who we see ourselves becoming and what place does that have in society so enough rambling on (laughs) i hope that made a lot of sense and gave you some clarity to the reason why i'm now reminding you that it's more important now than ever to be more aware of who you are energetically and where you're feeding that energy that you are harnessing okay so let's move into the tips My first tip is paying attention to your body's cues. So your little trusty thing called intuition is a significant part of the gift that God, the universe, your guides, spirits, whatever you believe in, is a significant gift that they gave us to be able to navigate this 3D realm, okay? Everybody has an intuition. Whether we listen to it, different story but you can train yourself to listen to your intuition and one of the things that I always explain to people about your intuition versus your ego is that your intuition is always going to lead you to something that is better for you it's always going to make a decision or encourage you to make a decision that is going to be beneficial to yourself your well-being your emotional well-being your spiritual physical well-being and also beneficial to those around you because when we're thinking about the collective energy that we're feeding into every decision that we make every thought that we have any energies that we put out they're all being channeled into like this large collective bank let's say and the more positive loving encouraging supportive energy we put into that bank the more we're able to like receive from that energy but the same with negative energy if we channel a lot of negative energy out into this bank then there's a lot of negative energy that's available to us so it's very important that our intuition plays a massive role in understanding the best decisions that need to be made for you and I'm going to tell you why it's really important because when your mind gets the better of you and you can't see a way through something or you can't see a a clear answer to something if you just take a second and connect with your intuition I guarantee you will either do something you'll be guided to do something that allows you to really center yourself, like let's say go for a walk or take a nap or meditate. And then in the midst of doing that activity, you'll get a a feeling or an answer, whether that's a physical answer or a emotional answer or a mental answer, you'll get some sort of cue, which is your intuition speaking to you. And this helps you to not give in to the negative aspect of where your mind can go. Everybody has the ability to, you know, go off on a really negative tangent when it comes to thinking about things. Whether it's a good thing or a bad thing, your brain will give you all the vim that you need to continue going from one thought to another into 900 thoughts on something that you didn't even need to be really stressing yourself about, okay? And 
Your intuition is what helps you get your mind on board with wherever you're at. And your intuition always tells you how you're feeling. So if you feel negative, your intuition is telling you that that's where your energy is at a low level right now. And it encourages you by giving you that acknowledgement for you to do something to raise your vibration. And the more you raise your vibration, then the easier it is for you to navigate this 3D realm. And that leads me to hearing your intuition. You have to be intentional with knowing what you know or or understanding what you feel, okay? We often get hunches or gut feelings or, you know, just a thought and tend to buy it away because it, it is something that, you know, your logical mind doesn't seem to translate very well. And that's the difference between your intuition and your ego. When your ego is speaking, it can go on forever. All right. It will take you on a merry-go-round. You will go from London to Timbuktu and back when your ego wants to feed. <laughs> wants to feed on your energy of whatever it is that you're you you you're feeding it okay whereas your intuition is very subtle and it's loving and it's caring and it's supportive so your intuition will never tell you something negative it will never tell you something bad it will always tell you something that you know ultimately will benefit you and that's where you need to learn to listen to it okay and one of the things that I always encourage people to do is just Spend a day following your intuition. Just see what it does. See where see where it takes you. Like I've done it many times, especially when I feel like I'm not grounded or I'm thinking about something too much. I would just tune into my intuition and I say, okay, you're taking the lead today. Let's go and do whatever it is you want to do. And they might take me to a bookstore and I find a really good book about something that's related to something I was consistently thinking about or something that helps me alleviate that pressure or that um, anxiety that I feel around consistently processing something that is causing me some sort of distress. Or I might, like I said, go for a nap, go for a walk, go and do a meditation. I could do a number of things that my intuition knows will make me feel good. And immediately my vibration is raised from a lower frequency. So you want to make sure you're paying attention to your body's cues. Okay. And that leads me to your um, immune system and your consumption of like food and drinks and stuff so I used to love drink alcohol give it to me I'll have it happy days bottle of wine yes let's go I'm at it and then um I started to realize that I didn't get drunk anymore it just became like I was drinking water and that sounds really mad saying it out loud but that's that's where it was. That's where I was at. And I immediately, paying attention to my body's cues, I immediately realized that I needed to stop drinking because spirit didn't want me to do that to my body anymore. And when I stopped drinking, I started realizing certain things about myself that I would otherwise not have noticed. Like for one, um, 
my subconscious and my conscious started communicating a lot more. So I got to the, the, the root causes of certain things and behaviors that I would do, um, to like escape from how I'm feeling, um, very quickly. And I was able to just like work through those negative patterns without, thinking like, oh, let me have a drink instead, or uh, let me smoke some weed, or, you know, like, my tendency to escape from what I was feeling, if it was uncomfortable, subsided. I was more inclined to just face whatever it is that I felt, sit with it, and then work through it. And I think because I stopped drinking, the connection that I had to the divine automatically started increasing alongside a load of other stuff that I will probably discuss in another episode if it's of interest. But when I started making those significant lifestyle changes, my immune system increased, my intuition became on point, I became a lot happier and I lost a significant amount of weight and I just feel different. And at the time, I automatically felt different and I just knew within my body that this was a decision that my intuition was nudging me to make. I had decided many times before that I was going to cut down on drinking, cut down on smoking weed and blah, blah, blah. And then one day it was just like, yeah, I'm done with all of this and I'm not doing it anymore. And that was a good maybe six months ago now. Um, and I'm still going strong. I'm happy as ever because when I started to understand what I was doing to my body and what I was doing to my mind, um, especially being someone who's really active in the gym, it didn't make sense for me to keep drinking and keep smoking the way I was um, doing previously for, you know, fun or for um, relaxation, as we like to call it, rather escapism. It didn't make sense for me to keep doing that. So when I started working through my tendency to have excuses of why I can't do certain things, um, it became very easy for me to just switch off that part of my brain that likes to indulge in alcohol or eating crappy food or um, smoking weed. Like it was just very easy for me to just walk away from that that lifestyle and that way of living and ever since I just feel like the respect I have for the existence and acknowledgement of my intuition is is different like I understand the function of it and you know it's mainly there to protect you guide you and make sure that you have fun in this 3d realm it's here to make sure that you live the happiest life you possibly could ever live um and all you have to do is listen to it and like I said that made a massive impact on my immune system. I was someone who would have got COVID probably 600 times by now um, if I hadn't made these significant life changes when I did. Um, I was someone who always got tonsillitis at least three, four times a year, always had a cold, always, you know, blocked nose, all that crappy stuff. And it was because I wasn't looking after myself, honestly. Like, I can sit back now and say I was not looking after myself. And this is why it's so important during this period of time to be, um, self-aware because when you start realizing that you're not looking after yourself you're not getting enough sleep you're not eating well you're not exercising you're not taking enough time for yourself how can you possibly think that you're going to be happy it's just not going to happen there is just no way for you to find happiness consistently burning yourself out so 
when you start making these significant changes and your immune system starts working properly, then your mind starts functioning better and happiness seems a lot more reachable during this period of time than it has ever been in your entire life. And one of the things that made a massive difference was being conscious of my consumption, okay? So let's start with food first. Food-wise, I started cutting out meat and I regard myself as an intuitive eater. So I will go for periods where I won't eat any meat and then I will like to eat meat again or I'll go for periods where I just want to eat fish and I just dibble and dabble. I don't like I'm Aquarius rising. I don't like putting myself in one box. I like to like what I like and I like to enjoy it when I want to enjoy it. So I just intuitively go with whatever my body says. You know, if I need more protein, then I'm going to eat more meat. If I need more um, vitamins, then I'm going to eat more veg. I just allow my body to tell me what it needs when it needs it. And yeah, we, we do it that way. So when I started being more conscious of the food I was eating, Uh, immediately I started to feel more lighter, more high vibrational, less bloated, less, you know, you know, some food just makes you feel like those foods are low vibrational. And if you just look at the current state of affairs when it comes to our consumption, especially in regards to food, everything is fast and quick paced we have lots of delivery services we have lots of adverts that push us to you know be enticed by buying food rather than making our own food and that quality of you know good nutrition is withering away a lot of people are not getting the nutrition that they need and then wondering why their bodies and their minds aren't functioning properly and this is why. So when you're thinking about the vibrations of the food that you're consuming, it's very important to be mindful of what you're taking in. You know, your food is what you take in every single day without fail. So if you're eating crap, which is low in nutrients, low energy, low vitamin, then I I honestly, like looking back now, I can't see how your brain and your body will function to the optimal level that it possibly can. You know, you're lacking in so many vitamins that your body uses to function, uses to regulate your emotions, to help you connect with your intuition, to help you have clarity on situations and make sound decisions, um, to have the energy to connect and interact with others. like. I just don't see how, if you're not looking after yourself, where you'll be getting the energy to do any of these things effectively and efficiently. So food, massive thing, especially because we have Uranus in the sign of Taurus, which is associated with our food, our supplies and demands. There's a significant shift in culture when it comes to food you can see there's a lot of rise in um these fake meats personally do whatever you want to do eat whatever you want as long as it makes you happy but i don't really like this new trend of these fake meats because i'm concerned in the near future we're going to hear some some sort of something come out about you know what 
complications these new forms of fake meat can create on the body i don't think there's enough like research for me to like thoroughly believe that this is okay for us to consume especially where they're growing stuff like in labs i just i'm not with that i'll just rather eat the vegetables if i'm gonna eat the vegetables okay and then you want to move into analyzing who you're around okay guys i cannot say this any more than what i'm gonna say people are bad vibes okay it's not to say that you can't love them or you can't be friends with them or you can't support them but people are bad vibes energetically people carry bad vibes so if you're someone who is literally like an empath i am a pisces sun and moon i can absorb you like a sponge if i not even if i want to if i'm just in your energy or just talking to you on the phone or whatever i can absorb your energy so even if you're telling me you're fine i know you're not fine so when you're someone who has that emotional intensity tuned in tapped on 24 7 you have to be mindful of who you're around because especially for pisceans if you're pisces moon sun or rising it's very hard for you to know what energy is yours and what energy is someone else's um and that's the thing that i always used to find really difficult to understand and navigate until i started um creating my boundaries and understanding my boundaries um you have to be able to read people you know you have to be able to read their body language their energetic field their aura whatever you want to call it and actually understand whether this is someone that you should be connecting with and it's not to say that they're a bad person or anything but it's just like where i'm going can you come with me energetically maybe not that means this whatever it is has to you know stop right now um because i'm a big believer in the law of attraction and you know you basically are what you eat like like we just discussed you are what you eat you are who you're around you are what you feed energy into and if you're around people who are constantly negative or energy vampires or people who just make you feel ah when you're around you need to check that because you can't be around those people consistently um and that's another important part, like knowing when to clear your energy and knowing when to recenter, reground yourself and just go into periods of isolation so you can do a lot of that inner work is absolutely pivotal. Like you can have a child or a partner or a friend that is bad vibes, okay? You can love them dearly but they can be bad vibes. <laughs> and if you're spending a lot of time with them, then you automatically will become bad vibes too. You might not want to, and it might be really hard for you to shake it off, but eventually that starts feeding into the energy that you exude and um, take in. And before you know it, you're bad vibes too. You're in the bad vibes crew. So you need to be mindful of that and you need to find active and practical ways to clear your energy significantly often, especially now more than ever, because a lot of people are low vibrational, okay? Not everybody is ascending to the 5D realm, not everybody is 
mindful of the fact that they need to be more conscious and expand their awareness and be more aware of their energy. So you need to make sure you protect your energy, not protect your energy like they say on the internet and don't really understand what the hell they're they're saying. Protect your energy physically with crystals, with meditation, with Reiki, with breathing exercises, going to walks, grounding yourself, whatever it is that you can possibly do to clear your energy and protect yourself, you need to do it because the negative energy is rising as quick as the positive energy is rising, right? Like I said to you, with the bank, there's lots of negative energy in the bank as much as there is positive. So you need to make sure you're guarding yourself against being influenced by that negative energy and that leads me on to electronics right guys i can go about two weeks without watching tv i only actually watch tv on the weekends when my partner's here other than that i couldn't give two tosses about what's on tv um i also recommend anyone that wants to really get in tune with themselves and do the work and not be distracted and live a better quality life, ditch that social media. If you're someone who doesn't like need to use it or doesn't um, know how to use it in moderation, ditch it. Because honestly, my way of living just went up 10,000 times when I ditch social media. I do not give two tosses about what people are doing, what they think, what they don't think, what they're not doing anymore. I just mind my business. I found so many more enjoyable things to do with my time than to sit on social media, listen to people talk and express their opinions good opinions, shit opinions, all opinions. It was just becoming too much for me, too energetically and emotionally taxing. Um, And once I ditched social media and just disconnected myself from that part of the world, disconnected myself from the news, all that stuff that is used like in my personal opinion as brain blockers, as intuition blockers, once I removed all those things out of my life, things became a lot more clearer. Don't get me wrong, I still have my days where sometimes it feels a little bit shit and then, you know, it's whatever. But that's just life, right? It's a roller coaster, it ebbs and flows, it is what it is. But social media had a, such a significant impact on me, subconsciously and consciously, that it was making me miserable, okay? Social media, whether you're like, aware of it or not has the tendency to rob you from really connecting with yourself and really most significantly being appreciative of who you are what you have to offer and where you're going like everything is fast paced on social media everybody's got their ideal life their perfect partner their perfect body and if they don't then it's a constant reminder of the things that you don't have and i just think that is a very shit way to live okay that just robs you of all the joy and happiness that you could possibly find in the little pleasures of everyday living all right so once you're able to disconnect yourself from that fake world because it's a fake world okay a lot of people are not themselves on social media Um, and if they are themselves then there's a lot of people judging them from just being whoever they are and I just thought I can't really I can't really be in this anymore I don't really enjoy like 
yeah, I don't enjoy counseling people or just preventing people from being who they want to be and restricting people from expressing their opinions. Like your opinions might be stupid, but that is not for me to make that judgment. And I just know how I am. And I just thought, you know what? Social media is not the place for me to be. So I found other things to do, like creating my podcast and reading Tower on YouTube and, you know, updating my blog. And this is the, I think this is the longest time I've been consistent with this sort of stuff because usually I will let social media or distractions get the better of me. And before you know it, I haven't done half of the things that I say I really want to do. And I've always known in my soul's growth that I was going to a place where I wanted to be able to share all the knowledge and the wisdom and the support and love that I get from the cosmics with other people and, you know, to help change humanity. And just by being like blocked by all these things and engaging in all these things that weren't helping me raise my vibration, I just wasn't getting anywhere. So that is a very significant thing to be important to be very aware of how much time you're spending on social media and how much energy you're giving to it all right and then tip number four so you want to get to know yourself first and foremost the best way to raise your vibration is by knowing who you are knowing what your soul is trying to teach you and knowing where your soul wants to take you okay and the only way you're going to get to know yourself is by taking time to go inwards and really focus and channel your energy into you not into other people not into changing people not into um fixing people but into changing and fixing yourself because you are the common denominator in your life okay you are the common factor and if things are not working out for you then Change can only come by you focusing on changing yourself or improving yourself. Whichever word you want to, you know, dress it up with, it can only start with you. So you want to find activities that actually feed your energy, that actually allow you to expand, allow you to learn, allow you to um, express yourself, whether that's painting, um, drawing, reading, running, skipping, jumping, hopping, whatever it is <laughs> that you can do to get to know yourself at the core, what you really enjoy, what you really do not like, it's important that you do that. And you want to open up a channel to be able to learn from yourself and learn from others because you alone are a great teacher. Simultaneously, you are a great student. So you have to balance those two energies and that is literally what the North Node in Gemini and the South Node in Sagittarius was teaching us over this 18th month period that you can teach but you can also learn and vice versa, okay? So learning to be open to change, be open to growing, be open to loving and nourishing yourself, taking care of yourself and your values is a massive thing, all right? That is gonna really catapult your vibration to the stars because once you start focusing on yourself and taking your focus off on other people who you can't control, then a lot of that energy is going to be drawn into you and then exuded out of you 
depending on how you use it. So if you use all that positive energy that you draw in, lots of positive positive energy will be exuded out of you. And when you exude positive energy, then all the things that you desire start coming to you one by one. You start seeing synchronicities, you start strengthening your intuition, you start being in connection with other people mentally and emotionally and you start vibing with people that are a vibrational match to you you start discovering your tribe and that is where you want to be you don't want to center yourself with um the idea that i'm i'm you know in this alone a lot of us are out here we're out here we're in these streets man (laughs) we're all trying to figure out you know who we are what we're doing where we're going and that's the most important lesson that I learned is that we need to support each other. We need to love each other. We need to be gentle. We need to be caring, you know? Um, it's so easy to just get caught up in everyday shit. That doesn't matter. Half of this shit doesn't matter. What matters is your well-being. And when you focus on your well-being, whether that be physical, emotional, mental, spiritual, when you focus on those significant parts of your psyche, then there is nothing that you can do and there is nothing that you can't attract. Okay, guys? And then we have tip number five. So keep your energy above low vibrations and clear your field often. Understand that you are a magnet, okay? And when you are in a negative um, pole, you're gonna repel stuff depending on what's coming towards you. You need to be mindful of, you know, the energy that you're giving out. If you are on the positive pole, then you're attracting all the positive things to you, okay? And you are repelling the negative things because you're not a vibrational match to those negative things. And people, um, like the law of, the law of the universe is very simple, And I think people just complicate it because, you know, humans like to be complicated for whatever reason. I don't know. But it's very simple. The more positive energy you put out, the more positive energy you get back. The more negative energy you put out, the more negative energy you get back. So you want to make sure that you're not in a negative mindset. And even if you do have negative thoughts, like I said, follow your intuition. Your intuition will guide you to find things that will raise your vibration. You want to make sure you have a toolbox, not a physical toolbox, but a mental toolbox that you can like flick through your archives and pluck out something that you know is going to automatically make you feel good. My go-to is having a nice bath with my crystals and some candles and some jazz music. I know if I get in a low vibration, the moment I start running that bath and I start putting all my little sacred ingredients in my bath, immediately my intuition is is screaming with excitement for the fact that I'm doing something I know is going to make me feel so much better than what I'm feeling right now. Um, so you need to make sure you have those things to go to when you're not feeling so great. All right. So guys, those were my tips for keeping yourself energetically aligned and above low vibrations. So I hope you take some gems away from this episode. I know it's been 
long and I haven't been posting as often as I would like. However, you can still see me on YouTube every week doing the collective readings, which I do touch on these same things just in less detail. Okay, so we have a Taurus full moon partial lunar eclipse tomorrow. If you can focus on clearing your energetic field, raising your vibration, centering yourself, channeling love, light, and just tap into the gratitude that is available to you for this life that you're living and i promise you things will start to look better so i wish you guys all the best and we will speak soon